Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Potter Time. Ryan Lindley here with Eric Myers. And Eric, we're going to talk a little fall sports, both junior high and high school. Not as many sports as there typically are in the fall, but one that is near and dear to your hearts because you're helping coach is junior high baseball and off to a great start at both the seventh and eighth grade levels. Definitely. It's been a great season so far. Our eighth grade team is still undefeated. You know, we're really crushing the ball out there. Some great pitching. Good mix of speed, size, determination. A lot of kids put a lot of work over the past couple of years. It's really starting to pay off that eighth grade level. Uh, it's kind of a weird schedule having three games a week. So you get one weekday game and then a double header on Saturdays. So not as much work as we're used to, but we're still getting some reps. In seventh grade, we've uh, got one loss right now in the season. We're going to hopefully try to revenge that loss tomorrow night. Uh, at Westwood Park, if anyone's interested, at 4:15. Awesome, awesome. And again, folks, just as kind of a quick, quick plug, if you check out our Morton Potter's Baseball YouTube channel, we're streaming some of those games live. A couple games that we've previously streamed up, archived now. So, I mean, both teams win a lot. It's a season that I think people would love to get a chance to see a little bit more of. Not to mention, it's you know, it's the next generation of future Potters coming through the high school, and Coach Lynn does a great job on the mic there. So definitely check out that YouTube channel, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button just like you can subscribe to Potter Time on YouTube we gotta plug ourselves but yeah great job there absolutely Let, let's talk you say that's the next generation let's talk about I guess the previous generation for yeah. a second so we were out at Westwood Park last night for a signing you want to take it over coach yeah so Carter Hostetler former Potters catcher he was part of that 2018 state championship team would have played his senior year last year but unfortunately obviously like every other athlete in Illinois missed out on a senior year very disappointing in that sense but didn't deter his college pursuits. He signed to go to Eureka College. He actually had his first practice just recently, but we finally went through the signing ceremony for Carter, and I think it's just really exciting to have him have that opportunity. Definitely, wish him the best of luck, you know, in his next future endeavor. He wasn't super excited, though, about getting up at six o'clock this morning for that first early morning workout with Coach. No, no, I mean, that always is a little rough, but Carter doing, gonna do great work for Coach Rashid at Eureka College. And let's let's uh, take a look at the signing. Coach Crawford spoke a little bit, and Carter had a few words, so we'll take a moment and send you out there to take a look at Carter Hostetler signing at Westwood Park. All right, uh, back here on Potter time. Again, kind of cool to see Carter signing and just high school sports in general. Again, like we're talking about a little less in the fall than typical. And we'll talk a little bit, I guess, about what we don't have here in a second, but let's talk about what we do have. And let's first talk a little golf. Yeah, so our golf team is out swinging those clubs. Golf is one of those sports that you can socially distance fairly well. You know, you have to back and forth on the rules, wearing the mask, not wearing the masks, but uh, we're doing okay here. Let's say our team is doing okay. We have a whole bunch of new faces on the golf team after graduating some really good seniors this year who are off to bigger and better things at the universities and they're playing golf. Uh, but we have Bailey Strode in the number one position. He's shooting low 80s, high 70s, really consistent out there on the golf course. And then the number two is actually Connor Laudermilk. And I don't know if you know this coach, but Connor didn't actually play golf until about two months ago. So he's picked it up and jumped into the varsity high school. and He's improving every single week. Uh, providing us some of those opportunities that we talked about in our last episode of Potter Time, where you might get that four-sport varsity athlete. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Golf Coach Keen actually had a whole bunch of golf players try out, and he actually had to make cuts for one of the first times in history, which is an awesome thing to do. Uh, not to get cut, but have that many people excited about the sport of golf, something that's kind of died down over the past several years and bringing it back. But our golf team's out and roaring every weekend playing, which is a positive. So if you get an opportunity to head out to Pine Lakes, go ahead and check them out. So what about school? What's happening on the tennis courts, coach? Well, girls tennis obviously is, you know, a sport that has traditionally been a pretty strong program here at Morton High School. And again, continuing to have, I think, you know, good success. Season has been 
one of those years where tennis is always interesting to me because you got that team element to it, right? But it's also an individual sport. It was similar to golf, I guess, as well. But girls are off to a good start this year and looking forward to getting consistent going as the year progresses. Yeah, and I think they have a big tournament coming up this weekend, so hopefully that still gets to stay in place sort of round robin. So let's move on and let's talk a little bit about cross country. So cross country, another one of those sports that's pretty easy to socially distance. Coach and myself, both runners. We can run by ourselves, we can run with the team. We're good with that. We got any updates there? Yeah, cross country is going really well. I mean, obviously, both boys and girls on the girls' side, Emma Skinner, you're somebody that definitely is a state contender. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't look like there's going to be a state meet, but at least somebody that if, when you look at the the scores or the times, I guess, if I want to use proper lingo for running, that she is a good chance to be a top 10 time in the state. Just unfortunate that those state tournament or those state finals type events seems like they're not going to be happening this year. Yeah, the IHSA kind of came out and gave some guidance a couple weeks ago regarding those state tournaments. It looks like it's going to be a regional-based regional is what it's going to be. So you're going to compete against some teams that are in your, your region, and we'll go from there. So at least we have some sort of opportunity to cap off our seasons here with uh, one last hard race. And it looks like it's going to be that way for all of our high school sports. So stay tuned for more information on that as we keep going with Potter time. Yeah, and then obviously, I guess I said we got to bring this up, so we'll talk a little bit about what we don't have. Yeah. And obviously, you mentioned you mentioned Connor Loudermilk, right? Would have been on the soccer field, but he's obviously playing golf. Football season not happening again until March, same as boys soccer. And you know, I just think it's going to be kind of interesting because we are going to get those contact days. We're going to get about you know somewhere between between ten and fifteen days. We'll probably take advantage of. But it's going to be awful strange out there practicing for a sport that usually is in season, but instead won't be happening until February and March. Yeah, so maybe take us through a little bit what's going through your mind, you know, as a sophomore football coach. What's this fall like? I mean, you used to have all kinds of stuff to do. You've had a busy summer, and then you come and we got nothing. Yeah. Now you got to prepare for a season that's going to be in a completely different part of the year. Um, you're going to have student athletes coming off uh, potentially a winter season. How is, what's going through your mind? How are you going to work through all these? And what's going to happen at some of these contact days? Yeah, I think the first thing we've had to figure out is like, what, is, what are we going to do in contact days? Like what's, the, what's the process? What are we, what are, what's going to happen? Because usually your summer camp, right, is directly leading into a fall season. So it's, you're almost beginning by the end of summer camp to start install your week one game plan and thinking about, you know, this type of defense against week, week one's opponent. These are the offensive plays we like, et cetera, right? So, I mean, contact days are almost reverting back to those first couple days of typical summer camp, like when you're, you know, June 1st, because there's going to be such a gap between we wrap up contact days in, at the end of September and then when we actually take the field for our first game, which is March 5th. So, I mean, that's... That's a long gap. So honestly, I think it's gonna be more conditioning than anything else. And we're gonna get on the field for about an hour and do quote unquote all football stuff. But the reality of it is the weight room is gonna be huge in these contact days, right? Any on-field conditioning is gonna be huge in these contact days. I mean, it's gonna be as much about being ready physically as it's gonna be any part of the mental game, which usually, again, by this time of year, it's almost all mental. 100%. And I think one of the things that we're going to try to do with Potter Time in the next couple episodes here is we've kind of got a little bit back into our routine now. We had to adjust to school. We're both teachers, obviously. And we had a lot to adjust to in the first month of school. So be expecting some more Potter Time episodes regularly. But some of those episodes, we really want to sit down with Coach Brilli, Coach yeah. Franks, uh, Coach Kirby, 
whole bunch of different people there to get their takes on how their seasons have been affected and really go through and say what's going on mentally because I think the hardest one, in my opinion, right now has got to be football uh, because, you, like Coach Lindley said, you have that whole summer to prepare. Mentally, it's hot, it's ready, and then your season, uh, as you get worn down physically, it gets colder. So that kind of helps a little bit with the, you know, that your max VO2 in your lungs a little bit. But now you're going to have to prepare. It's almost going to be an inverse season where it's going to be cold in the beginning yeah, and it's going to yeah. be starting to get hot, and not to mention all the rain. So it's going to be interesting, and I'm really excited for it, kind of. And then the bigger question is for football specifically, even boys soccer, you're going to almost play two seasons back to back. So if somebody gets hurt, what happens in the fall? So you tear an ACL or an MCL. That's going to be a long recovery time. Yeah, and I think that that came up recently in something I was reading, that an injury in the spring season could literally take a player out of two seasons. And obviously we never want injuries, but that's one of the issues that I think realistically hasn't been entirely addressed is what's the physical consequence of playing a football season from March till May and then coming back and at this point playing what we see as a regular season from August to October. Now, is there a possibility that maybe the 2021 fall season doesn't start August 28th or whatever it's you know scheduled to start? I suppose that's a possibility, but I'm not sure that's really been discussed at any level. And I think at this time, it's just, you know, we're going with the punches. You know, yeah, whatever right. happens, we're kind of rolling with it. As long as we can get on the field, the pitch, running, whatever we can do, the court, we're happy. Yes. Uh, as much as we can get high school sports and sports within the 709 is just greatness. And it gives our student athletes something to share their passions about. And that's what we want right here. Uh, we love the classroom, but we also love all the stuff that happens outside the classroom too. So you got any final thoughts, coach? Again, I just want to, again, encourage everybody out there who's watching us, listening to us, etc., to get the opportunity to check out the sports that are happening. You know, we mentioned you guys have a great success in junior high baseball, girls tennis, boys and girls cross country, boys and girls golf. If there's any opportunity to go and support those athletes, definitely take advantage of that. I know typically people, and I've had people come up to tell me, wow, we really missed the football games on Friday night. But there are good things happening and the opportunity, if you're a fan, to at least get out and support those teams. Or I mentioned earlier for junior high baseball, don't be afraid to tune into one of the broadcasts. Coach Wright and I have done, again, Morton Potter's baseball on YouTube. And I think we'll be back on the air this Saturday morning as the Potters take on a very good Bloomington team. Yeah, that's going to be a really good matchup, and I'm really excited for that one right there. So definitely going to have some of the aces on the mound for that game. If you want to see really the next generation of some really 13, 14-year-old boys who can throw the ball hard, play really good team baseball, tune into Coach Lindley or head out to Westwood Park at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. It'll be a great doubleheader against Bloomington. And other than that, I think we have a whole bunch of other sports that are happening this weekend, so check them out. You can always go to IL818.com and search for Morton High School right there, and you can check out everybody's who's playing and what they're doing. Uh, spectators at events have different rules for every place that we go, so keep that in mind if you're not allowed in. We just sent you there. We didn't say that you had to follow the rules, so those are your choices. <laughs> uh, but for Coach Lynn and myself, it was great seeing you on Potter Time. Until we catch you next time, thank you. Bye, everybody.